Taxpayers were forced to pay for the terrorist lawyer, who most likely advised their client not to answer questions, except as leverage to get a plea bargain. Americans traditionally believe in American exceptionalism, that America has a special mission to protect and spread freedom. For many in the secular socialist left, however, the only thing exceptional about America is our supposed viciousness. They believe America is an exploitive, imperialist aggressor, and that the U.S. military is a nefarious tool of corporate interest. Some on the left even hope for America's wartime defeat as a means to stop us from promoting American values across the world. Historically, America was a low-tax, high-job-growth, small-business-oriented society in which families, charities, local governments, and the private sector were much more important to daily life than was the federal government. But the secular socialists believe the only reliable institution is a bureaucratic, centralized, supremely powerful government. Their answer to virtually every problem is higher taxes, more spending, and bigger bureaucracies because they don't believe Americans can be trusted to make the right decisions. Americans traditionally believed that elected officials served the people and were obligated to listen to them. No taxation without representation was really a battle cry, insisting that free people have the right to temporarily loan power to elected officials. In contrast, because the secular socialist left cannot win by proclaiming their real goals, they resort to dishonesty to ram through their agenda. They represent the worst aspects of a Chicago-style political machine combined with the greatest political corruption seen in modern America. Given this wide gulf between historic America and the secular socialist, it's clear that if the left stays in power, it will transform America into a radically different nation, a union-dominated, bureaucratically controlled, high-tax, low-growth country. Powerful politicians will impose their will on an exhausted, submissive citizenry who will look to government bureaucrats for guidance and permission to succeed in life. Naturally, there will be no place for God in this new, purely secular society. As my daughter and columnist Jackie Cushman wrote, we were told to vote for change we could believe in and found we had elected people who wanted to change what we believe. The America in which we grew up is vastly different from the America the secular socialist left wants to create. And that's why saving America is the fundamental challenge of today. The secular socialist machine represents as great a threat to America as Nazi Germany or the Soviet Union once did. This diagnosis may strike some readers as alarmist, but this book will show just how radical, how corrupt, and how ruthless the left has become. You will also see why the term secular socialist machine is the only honest way to describe the left's ideology and the way it operates today. Time has not run out, but it is running short. It's up to those of us who love our country to save America from the destructive, irreversible transformation that the left has in store for us. Chapter 1 Who We Are For the first time since the Civil War, we as Americans have to ask the most fundamental question possible. Who are we? In 1861, that question related to whether the American experiment was to be dissolved, whether one half of our country was to perpetuate the institution of slavery, or whether we, as a united country, were going to abolish it. Today, we face a challenge equally grave. 
whether the United States, as we know it, will cease to exist. Newt is not talking, not yet, about the threat of terrorism or of the growing power of China or about any other external threat. He is talking about losing what defines us as Americans. Most of us know who we are. We know that America is an exceptional country with a unique genius for combining freedom and order, strength and compassion, religious faith and religious tolerance. But today, we have given power in Washington and in state capitals across the country to a radical liberal elite that does not believe in American exceptionalism. Barack Obama has told us so. When he was asked by a Financial Times reporter whether he believed in American exceptionalism, he replied, I believe in American exceptionalism, just as I suspect that the Brits believe in British exceptionalism.